going to be a test. Hold on, I'm drinking some some of this nitro brew. So this is going to be a BMX podcast. I know, another one. But this is a strictly mid-school BMX podcast. I know, another one. But the thing about it is, is there's not any mid-school-esque podcasts that just talk about, you know, the mid-school way of life and shit. I'm not going to be interviewing too many people. I don't plan on to. But I know people. So, I could I could bring them on and stuff and, and, and talk about the history of everything. Which is that, that's basically how you talk about mid-school. Because mid-school is history. You, you can't have mid-school these days. Modern bikes weigh as much as our race bikes back then. And freaking nobody nobody rides <clears throat> like 40 pound rigs at, at the skate parks I mean scooter parks cough cough laugh laugh um but that's that's the thing about it is is that basically at the end of the day mid school has died and vert street parks it's all dead the only thing we got left is basically Woodward, the YMCA in San Diego, and a couple other parks on the East Coast, and that um, that kick-ass park down in Florida. God damn, that snake is large. Largest snake in the goddamn world, I'll tell you that. It's like a roller coaster ride. But, the thing about this is, if we let mid-school completely die, these modern riders ain't going to have anything to fucking actually ride for because of the fact that basically they don't have anything to ride for. They think tech is all that it is. Nobody cares about your bar spins and tail whips and shit. I'm sorry. You just add in the goddamn fucking package to a shitty package. And no matter how many things you put in a gift box, if the gift box contains shitty things... All it is is a big box of shit. So, watching this year's X Games is is basically the epitome of why modern sucks. Because us mid-school guys knew who the fuck actually won that event on the street park. A.K.A. the backyard park. And then when they were showing dirt, um, it, it's just... They, they were just throwing down shit. How are you going to win a competition over one trick? This dirt competition. There's multiple goddamn doubles. If, if, if you're only going to fucking run one trick off one lip out of like fucking five lips, you, you only threw one. Who the fuck cares? It's just like, you know, um, we'll we'll say it like this. Say you're at a, a, a shooting event 
and you got one target. You got one target. One dude hits a fucking bullseye. Everybody else basically empties their whole fucking goddamn, like, you know, their whole clip around the bullseye. But this one dude gets a bullseye and then basically, like, eight rounds go into the white paper. Not even on target. But that dude hit the bullseye, right? So he won. No. It's the person that basically got close to the perfect score. And in modern riding, the perfect score is self-gratification, single-shot glory. And that ain't how it is. Fuck. You got people now that basically think a one-minute run is a fucking serious deal. Like, no. Back in the day, we fucking ran for like five fucking minutes. That's how we did a warm-up. Shit. I remember when I rode vert. Like, basically, my warm-up on vert was like um, almost eight minutes long. Man, I'd get dizzy. And I'd have to just, like, launch off to the top deck and basically just, like, chill there for a little bit and get my goddamn senses back. No parks play music anymore. And if they do play music, it's shitty-ass fucking modern rapping. It's all the same. It's like, come on, man. It could be far better. We just got to make it better. Us mid-school guys are coming back, and we're all, like, basically shaking our heads. Majority of us are just, like, fucking throwing in the towel and just walking away because of the fact that we'll know that it'll never come back the way it was. But some of us, just like myself, just want to basically come back and actually encourage the mid-school way of life, but not expecting it, you know? And when it comes down to to the facts of the matter and deals the deals you know as long as i can basically encourage modern riders to to live that mid-school life just a little bit it'll encourage people to actually bring back mid-school shit like street parks now unbeknownst to a lot of you young guys which probably won't be listening to this uh mid-school street parks isn't like what you're assuming it is a mid-school street park was basically uh everything there was like nothing smaller than like maybe six feet we had six foot fucking spines and and eight foot quarters and uh if we had a four foot quarter it led into a fucking um a vert box which was on the back side of the fucking quarter which was probably four feet higher than the four-foot quarter. So you'd launch up onto the box and then basically step foot down back into the fucking quarter and usually uh, hammer your rear wheel on on the copane of that, that, that four-foot quarter and, and, and then ride away. But, you know, sounds crazy, but that was one of my favorite features besides wall rides of, of those parks. And wall rides back then were literally like it was a wall that had a goddamn six-footer built into it. And you just went as high as you wanted. Left a little black on the wall and, and you know, pointed up there to, to your boys. Be like, that's me, man. And then come back a couple days later. 
looking at the wall to make sure that 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 skid plate that you just put down on that wall doesn't have a skid above it. Just send that shit as high as you can go. Until you realize that somebody table topped and, and uh, put a skid on one of the rafters. But it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't. Folks just don't understand anymore. They sit back and they just look at modern bikes and everybody wants to build a $900 piece of shit rig and think that it's a pro build. Motherfucker. Man, my, my titanium cranks cost more than most people's bikes. My hub sets cost more than most people's bikes. And, you know, it, I just don't go out and buy a fucking frame just because of the fact that the top tube fits me. It's just sad. I got a goddamn bike for every single genre of riding. Now, I got a bad hip, so basically, like, when it comes down to riding, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, like, handicapped about it got a bad ear too I don't got balance on one side so basically like you know when it comes down to um like basically riding really hard I can't do that anymore it sucks got bad bone structure now and go to the doctor's office and actually see about some HGH and and uh possible TRT I, I don't know gotta get on that wade you know what I'm saying There's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that need to be changed about riding park and, and riding street. And, and I'd say riding vert, but riding vert's dead. Hence the last time I had to go and ride vert, I put 5,000 miles on my fucking, like, uh, my car. And only got, like, two days of session there. It, it, it would be nice if there was more vert ramps out there and half pipes and stuff, but there's there's not. It would be nice. That's what mid-school guys miss. We don't miss the bikes. We miss the parks. And until basically somebody wakes up and realizes that until the parks come back, the riding's just gonna slowly die. We got all these cheap fuckers out there that are basically just relying on public parks. We we don't we don't need public parks. What we need is private parks and well built private parks. Which is going to be hard because of the fact that basically, like, we, we had choices back then of, of indoor and, and outdoor public parks. I mean, uh, private parks. And now all we got is choices of, of public parks. And and it basically makes it, it makes it harder for, you know, companies to come out and, and say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to take the risk and, and get the insurance and all the other shit and buy a big ass building and then and, and buy like fucking $150,000 worth of wood and 
you know, take about three months to build an epically good park. There's a reason why Maddie Kramer's fucking family fucking tore their park down. There's a reason why B3s are no longer around. There's a reason why, basically, like, there's no indoor parks in the United States that are accessible to the riding groups. And it's sad because of the fact that basically when it comes down to it, all the indoor parks that are in the United States right now are in areas that they don't really have a good riding gathering. And if they actually looked at their fucking roster of people that actually ride their park, they'd realize that half of them are riding or driving in from like almost two hours away. Nobody has a park near them that's an indoor that's dedicated to actually develop better riding skills. And it's sad because of the fact that at the end of the day, all we got is these stupid ass death bulls and, you know, fucking concrete parks and or the fact that the the your your local park and recreation got robbed by that one dipshit company that was building the fucking prefab parks and charging out the ass for fucking steel fucking uh roast your arm ramps. It's a bunch of bullshit. The only thing that didn't die yet is fucking BMX riding on on the racetracks. Which, basically, at the end of the day, I don't think will ever die. Because everybody keeps on, like, getting away from it, and then they come back to it. And... The, the big thing that we have to worry about is what the public parks are going to eventually do. I'm not taking up skateboarding. I can't do it. It's not because I don't have the skill set for it. I'm handicapped. I don't have a fucking ear on one side. I don't have the fucking balance to do a skateboard. I can rollerblade a little bit, but I don't like doing it because of my hips. So again, I can't I can't pick up all of these other things. And god damn it, I will not pick up a fucking scooter. I will not join the scooter bitch craze. I am sorry. Now if you ride scooter and you come across this podcast talking about fucking skate parks and shit, I'm sorry if I offended you. Cough cough, not sorry at all, you snaking motherfuckers. Nobody likes you scooter people show up to a park and fucking think that there's no lines involved and you just fucking scoot around and shit. Meanwhile, the park officials are like, no, no metal pegs and, and no metal pedals. But meanwhile, they allow these dumb fucking scooters to scar up the whole fucking goddamn copane with their fucking under rail bullshit. The fuck kind of bullshit is that? Now, when it comes down to the mindset of a mid-school rider, all we want to do is have a good time and ride a park that we can actually send it safely. Now, the reason why we all talk about the big stuff is because the big stuff is actually safe, unbeknownst to you young guys. Like, oh my god, that eight foot quarter ramp over there is, is, uh, uh, it's, it's too big, man. Why is it at the park? Because 
You can hang air off that motherfucker. Hit the copane and you still coming down on the transition. You're going to be basically like sliding out. You ain't hitting the fucking stage. A.K.A. the floor. Flat. Like my career ending crash back in 2001. But that was on a 14 foot half pipe. A.K.A. the same one that's down in San Diego. At the YMCA. Um unbeknownst to a lot of you people that that half pipe right there is um one of the original x games half pipes it's it's uh history man that's the reason why san diego is graceland you can go down to san diego and ride all those them concrete you know skate parks and shit that were gonna be mx plus but man i'll tell you what you go down there and not ride that ymca and step foot on that half pipe you doing yourself an injustice I don't give a shit if you can't ride half pipe. Go up there and do a couple circle circles. Just, just bust because you you could. You know? Dude, you're you're riding on something that Dave Mura, fucking Matt Hoffman, even to this date rides. You're you're riding a half pipe that all of the greats in Vert have rode. Every single one of them has rode on that half pipe. And you got all these modern riders that show up at the, the YMCA there. And all they want to do is is ride the fucking, uh, that, I don't know, what the fuck you call that, that uh, air park on the other side of it. Uh, what the, those weird step-down, you know, tabletops and shit. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um, the mountain bikes uh, ride that shit, too. I, I forgot what it's called. Um, not, not to, uh... Um, used to these modern names of the new features and parks, but, um, all the parks are set up that way now, man. I mean, technically, that's a safe park, but I, I've, I've, I've never been good at doing, you know, uh, like, air out tabletop bullshits, man. They're scary to me. I can never get my speed to the right setting, but I tell you what, on a big ass half pipe, I know how fast I'm going because of how much air I'm getting over the copane. Now, when it comes down to progressing this, it's just we gotta speak up and get these goddamn half pipes built again. I mean, it's come down to me basically going on to, like, Google Maps and Apple Maps and Satellite View and scoping out people's backyards in, in towns and shit, just looking for something that looks like a half pipe. I found a couple, you know, but, again, they're, like, hours and hours and hours and away. We're talking, like, you know, fucking half, quarter day drives. They're still out there. But... It, are they going to be, like, you know, taken care of by the time you get out to them? Knock on some dude's door. Be like, yo, man, saw your half pipe while I was scoping the internet. Not to be some asshole to show up to your house unbeknownst and stuff, but can I ride that thing? Most of the time the people have half pipes, they'll say, yeah. That's how it was in San Diego. That's how it was when... 
when I was a kid and I had my 10 foot in the backyard, people could see it through the little tiny section on the side of the house that I had a 10 foot fucking half pipe in the backyard. Us bikes and, and skateboarders didn't get along back then, but I, I'd have skateboarders over just because I knew that basically in the town we didn't have that many fucking half pipes. Hell, I think I had the only half pipe in, in, in my city for like almost 15 years. But I still let everybody ride it. Of course, you know, you, you gotta give them the fucking, uh, sign the documentation that they ain't gonna sue your ass in the end of the day because of the fact that basically they oversent it and got hurt. You know, and my half pipe was actually set up so that you wouldn't get crosswind and shit like that, so it was kind of safe. And yeah, if you actually look at the fucking half pipe that's in the YMCA in San Diego and wonder why the hell they have that storage container next to it, there's a reason for that. It's not a storage container to actually basically like store shit in, even though they got stuff stored in it. That storage container is there to actually block the wind from the half pipe. So when you're coming down, you don't get a fucking tunnel wind on the uh, stage of the half pipe and blow you off a little bit. Two to three degrees of, of entrance into the fucking transition of the half pipe is a lot of fucking, you know, shit to deal with sometimes. And if you're dealing with a crosswind, um, yeah, it can get kind of scary. And when you build your half pipe, you got to build it into the wind so that it doesn't go down the tunnel. And if it does go down the tunnel, you have to build something off to the side of it to actually block the wind so that basically, like, if air does go in there, it gets trapped, well, wind, or it just completely blocks it from going in there. But you don't want that kind of shit going on in your, in your half pipe. So when you go over to Copain, you don't fucking, like, you know, case your rear tire. Because that's the worst thing that can happen on a half pipe. If you're just riding a half pipe, they're perfectly safe. Once you start doing, like, fucking tricks on a half pipe, you know, like, all you gotta do is aim for that damn transition and you're just gonna slide out. You never wanna hit that stage. Because you gotta, you gotta basically look at it like this. It's not the height of the half pipe that you're coming down from. It's the height of your air plus the height of the half pipe. And I'm... I'm written proof that basically when it comes down to uh, height and uh, the addition of air on the inertia of the crash that uh, 8 feet over a 14 foot uh, half pipe um, yeah even when you case you're still coming down with 22 foot of fucking like you know like dropping speed you know, inertia, and, uh, yeah, you bounce, and bouncing is not good on a crash, it's not good, that means, that means your body took the impact so hard that it had energy left over to actually, you know, bounce you back up in the air, <laughs> yeah, and then people come over all worried and shit, and then you, and then you figured out that you just broke all your ribs on one side, 
and then and then you're in a goddamn fucking uh, uh, a stomach wrap for the next like couple months trying to fucking recover, and then like a couple decades go by, and then you realize that you may have uh, jostled your gut. Now this comes to what just happened the other day, like literally yesterday. I went to the doctors and and, and finally complained about this because I'm a guy and we're stubborn about shit. We'll deal with body pains and body issues for fucking years before we have to ask the help of a doctor. Because A, we're scared of the fucking facts, unbeknownst to a lot of you young people. And B, we're scared of the fucking bill. I got pretty goddamn good health insurance because I work at a hospital. And, you know, you know, I help people. I don't fucking do bullshit at the hospital like security or not to say that those guys do bullshit. They did help us a lot. But I'm floor staff and I, I help people out in a medical kind of way. I have a medical license. And... Um, so yesterday I went to the doctor and, and explained to him, I'm like, you know, back in 2001, I had a wicked crash and I recovered from all of the injuries that, that I got from it. But unbeknownst to me, I might've created an internal injury that, um, I am not aware of that is now causing me issues with, um, the ability of, of a way of life. My, my big problem that I'm having lately is um, my bad hip from that crash. Or I should say hips, uh, but I got one bad one and the other one's kind of bad. I got two bad knees that basically like they, they flare up as well. But the hips, when they flare up, I got mornings when basically I literally got to roll out of bed. And then basically land on the ground and then crawl into the bathroom to take my morning piss. And I'll tell you what, that is the most fucking, like, uh, embarrassing moment looking on yourself that, that, that you're dealing with. Because you're going, I'm fucking old. This is bullshit. And it's a lot of pain when you're doing that. Trying to get up. But having to sit down on your ass to put your socks on because of the fact that you can't bend a fucking leg up because your fucking hip is on fire or your knee ain't working. Well, turns out, as much as the shit that I've been, like, asking other people that have had internal injuries like myself, the one thing that keeps on coming up is, um, I'm big ass crashes from big airs when you land the flat with your body not your bike um especially when you bounced um you can jar your your intestinal tract and when you jar your intestinal tract sometimes it uh gets out of alignment and over time when it gets out of alignment the issue that uh is the big deal about it is that uh, it'll knot up. It won't turn into a knot, 
but it's not going to let shit pass through it. And, you know, I got other people in my life telling me that I need fiber and shit. I eat fiber. I eat all of the things that I'm supposed to be eating. Even eat the fucking greens and everything, aka fiber as well. But the thing about it is, it's basically like, you know, I, I monitor everything that I eat as much as I can, and, and basically I still get these goddamn fucking stomach flare ups, and then basically the stomach flare up turns into like a lower uh, abdomen flare up, which then in like when that goes away, then it turns into a fucking hip flare up. And then I'm into this fucking mode where I can't walk and shit. And I look like goddamn house limping around. And then that, that, that hip heals up. And now the other hip flares up and I'm limping around some more. And then a fucking kneecap fucking flares up. And then, yeah, it's a downward struggle. It's basically like, I'll have this one goddamn pain in my stomach and I know for a fact that basically I'm going to be recovering for about three weeks after. That's how it is. Sometimes I go about a month without having this fucking problem. But sometimes it's back to back. I recover and then the next day I get the damn fucking stomach pain again and I'm like, fuck me, man. No, it's not anything that you think that it is other than basically I know I got stomach fucking issues and I got a fucking... Um, an issue that basically happened that caused this from one of those crashes. I crashed a lot. I was a semi-pro fucking mid-school vert rider. We hit hard. Can't do fucking flares and double flares without expecting to crash. Sadly to say, that crash was not none of that. It was just a warm-up round, just getting a fucking taste of that vert ramp because that was the first time I ever rode it. And I ain't going to say what competition it was because you won't believe me. It wasn't a B3 event, though, I'll tell you that. But I will tell you that I was on deck with everybody that basically all of us mid-school guys look up to. I was one of them guys for a moment. And... You know, when it comes down to it, now I'm suffering for the rest of my life. Well, hopefully, basically, when when the results come back from the x-ray and the blood work and everything, and uh, they look into it and tell me they want to do a, an MRI or, you know, a, you know, some sort of other fucking imaging scan to see even further. Hopefully, they don't want to do one of them goddamn... Uh, uh, um, fucking uh, dealios where they, they stick the probe up the ass because I'm not really a big fan of that because not it's not so much about the thing sticking up your ass it's just because of the fact that they put you on a, um, a diuretic that uh, uh, makes life a motherfucker for three days I'm kind of scared of that I don't want to be fucking shitting my brains out but yeah everything should be good I'll be back on track before the end of the season. I know that for a fact. But I do know one thing. While I'm sitting back trying to recover from all this shit, trying to get better, I look at where we're at in in the industry and I don't see advancement. I look at how it is with the uh, skill sets and everything, and I'm seeing that we're digressing.
Um, it's 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 honestly it's like uh, when mid school fucking died off, we all just like threw in the towel, and and then like all the younger riders that were looking up to us mid school guys that that progressed it, if you want to call it that. They, they they threw in the towel like soon after that and then we had all these younger younger riders that looked up to those young riders and they had nothing to look up to because of the fact that basically there there was no videos there was no you know media or anything for those guys and we had the self gratification of fucking social you know like social media and shit like Instagram and and YouTube primarily YouTube at it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Mid-school BMX has completely died. Half-pipes have completely died. They're still out there, but they're remnants. Hell, take a look at the goddamn 2021 X Games. We had a half-pipe. Well, when I say we, I mean we as a people. We, we as BMX did not fucking ever since that big air competition bullshit came around bmx hasn't touched half pipe on the x games you young riders are a bunch of pussies i'm sorry i said it there 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 i said it bunch of goddamn pussies like look at me i'm doing tech but when it comes down to it tech ain't shit the reason why us older guys don't like tech is because we can't do it. It's not It's not that we, like, really frown upon it. Some of that tech is kind of cool, but it, it, it's, it's kind of like having a stupid-ass catchphrase. It's like, you know, the first time you see it happening, you know, in, in public and everything, it's funny as shit. That motherfucker keeps on saying it, like, every other goddamn end of conversation or some shit like that. It gets fucking goddamn out of hand. Yo, you do not need to throw bar spins throughout your whole goddamn run. What what do you need to do? Throw like fucking twenty of them or some shit to get next level or some shit? I mean, throw a tail whip in there and stuff. You're like, yo, man, I got two whip, two foof and do. Look, that's how you throw your back out. That's all I look at tech. And you know. Fucking, I never did all that shit when I was younger. When we rode half pipe, man, we 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 just like played with inertia and shit. Hell, our bikes weighed fucking forty plus pounds. That's how riding was back then. You like jumped up and turned the bike just a little bit, and the bike could carry over itself because of oh science and inertia. There's a lot of weight involved there. Now, bikes are so goddamn light, there's no inertia involved anymore except for your body weight. So you gotta do all the work yourself, twisting and fucking hucking your body. And I tell you what, man, you're putting yourself into a bad position when, you know, you biff and, you know, your your whole goddamn abdomen and everything is all twisted over on itself. You know, fucking crush your goddamn vertebrae like it's a job. Fucking goddamn OSHA's just shaking their head at you. Meanwhile, you guys got normal jobs. Got to go back to work the next day all fucked up. Going to probably blame it on the fucking goddamn company you worked at. 
give us goddamn bike riders a bad fucking rep. Nobody wants to hire us because of the fact that they're scared that we're going to do the same damn thing to them. cigarette keep on going out but yeah so um yeah when it comes down to um all the mid-school shit the mid-school way of life you know a lot of us uh older guys wanted to come back hell a lot of us are making an insurgence to come back go on fucking facebook There's a lot of mid-school groups out there a lot of them don't sell shit either you know what the difference between old school, new school, and mid school is? Old school's all about selling shit. New school's all about selling shit. Mid school, we'll give you the shirt off our back as long as you want to go ride with us. That's how it was. There was a big love for fellow riders back in mid school days. You had a fucking bike, you were cool. You were already part of the goddamn guild, man. Nope. Not today. Nope, nope. That's the reason why, basically, if you got a, a group of riders and you ain't got a, a mid-school guy in there, nobody's going to take care of each other. Because nobody's going to have a um, an understanding of actually the mid-school way of life. The mid-school way of life was taking care of each other. Like, you needed something, we took care of you. And if we couldn't take care of you, we knew a guy. And they'd take care of you. Brothers in arms. But you young guys don't got that. It's sad. I feel sad for you. I wish you did. You would know the difference between a, a modern, brand new park that's got development behind it and an old piece of shit park from part from like you know five years prior that they just fucking threw a over voltaged anodized finished on it and by the way unbeknownst to you guys uh let me let me explain to you what that that uh that jet fuel actually is and now i said it over voltage now unbeknownst to you guys that is just a cover-up of literally old product. Now, I don't understand why it's, you know, old product in today's way of life and everything because of the fact that nobody has parts to, to sell right now because everybody's doing an insurgence of building bikes. And, uh, but let me explain this to you. Before we had this goddamn part shortage and everything, that's the one reason why a lot of, of uh, you know, jet fuel has gone away. It's not because it became unpopular. It was popular because of the fact that uh, production companies were were making it popular through demand. And there was a, a false demand with it. Because let me let you know about how they do it. Jet fuel is the creation of an old part. Because what they do they take an anodized part it's already been anodized and they put it back in the bath and they turn the voltage way the fuck up until there's purples and shit because of the fact that it's roasting the outside layers of that, that aluminum 
And when it comes down to it, oh, that nitro brew is really good. When it comes down to it, all you're doing is putting a, a, a new coat of paint on a trash bag. People weren't buying that part before because of the fact that it was in some, you know, overly used color. So they're like, you know what? We're, we're either going to hydro dip this bitch, put some, some, uh, some tastefully fucking, like, ornate fucking decorations on it. Profile's kind of, uh, at fault for that one. But they, they did it tastefully, though. I've, uh, I, you know, I'll give them that because uh, they, they did a good job. But when it come down to it, uh, a lot of the other companies they'd have parts that weren't selling and as long as um, they were like a light anodized color they could throw it in the bath and re-roast it when I say roast I mean you know turn the voltage up it's what they're doing legitly is burning the anodized with another color and that's how you get that 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 fucking purple in there the purple is 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 false the purple is basically the um there's no stain it's no no color uh it's basically all voltage related that purple into whatever color it is that other color is actually the color that it originally was or what they were actually um using as an original anodize before they turned the voltage up if you get what i'm saying so, don't think your anodize is special or anything. You're just buying a boo-boo-ass part. Not to say that I don't got anything that's uh, jet fuel. My G-Sports are, are jet fuel. And it's not because I bought them because they were they were uh, jet fuel. It was because of the fact that basically G-Sport hubs at the time were really hard to get. And uh, my bike shop locally, yes, I got a local BMX-only shop. They're a dying breed as, as well as fucking half pipes, I'll tell you what. Um, that's all they had in stock was uh, these two fucking um, G-Sport fucking hubs. And um, that fucking rainbow bullshit fucking anodize. So, I picked them up. It's always wanted a G-Sport set of, of uh, hubs, you know. I mean, it is what it is. Life... Is all about opportunities and uh, acquiring things that you need or want. But life is not about fads and, you know, current goings and stuff like that. Never going to progress any form of hobby, way of life, or anything over a fad. Fad comes in fads come and go and um that way of life can get affected because of the fact that basically everybody um chooses to overpower it with you know mindsets and fads f-a-d-s so that being said uh, you look at anything like fucking the progression of music over the years 
um, like hair metal. I'll, I'll say hair metal. Like basically, like uh, we had we had all forms of metal. And what was the thing that damn near destroyed metal? Hair metal. And then we had hardcore metal come out after that. It was good, you know. But before that, we had hair metal. Man, I tell you what. It was good bands back then, but man, I was their stage performance and shit like that. Started dressing up like ladies and shit. And I get it, you know. Just trying to like uh, create an attention thing, but um, it's just that 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 almost destroyed metal. And then fucking uh, Pantera came around. You know what? We gotta change the game. Let's show up in t-shirts and 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 fucking shorts and shit and just fucking rock out. Fuck that hair. We don't need that shit in our life. Dimebag Daryl was like, you know, I'm keeping my hair, but I'm gonna look I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself look more hardcore though. You know, fucking look like he just got off his hog gonna fucking you know, rift on his guitar. Do some holy grail chords. Yeah. But well, hey, talk about music, man. Why don't you talk about fucking goddamn uh, uh, BMX music and shit? All right, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's one thing we're missing right now too. Good music, background of BMX freestyle and shit. Everybody's listening to that goddamn fucking corny ass wannabe rap and uh, you know shitty ass rips and stuff like that man i'll tell you what you watch any of the goddamn old uh old videos on vhs and shit about street riding and park riding back in the day and and any of the fucking old x games and stuff and what they were playing in the background it wasn't rap it was not rap nah it was metallica and cool bands, and if they weren't playing metal, they were playing, uh, what the hell is it, indie rock and shit like that, indie rock's kind of cool, man, I'm, I'm starting to get into it, I don't mind indie rock at all, like, there's something about that 120 beats per, per, uh, minute there, like, it, it really gets you pumping, now, indie alternative and, and indie pop and shit like that, fuck those, they're cool though, but you know, like, I can't, I can't get pumped. I turn that shit on on my my um, my headphones when when I'm like doing um, sitting duty and uh, um, in the hospital, watching rooms and stuff. You know, because I'm not having to do any nursing or anything. So basically, like, you know, I got time on my hands. I'll listen to some music or something like that. And if it's like indie pop or or like uh, you know. Uh, any of those other fucking modern-esque fucking indie forms other than indie rock. Indie rock, man, that'll wake me up. Indie pop, that puts me to fucking sleep. How are you going to be considering yourself indie and, and you're not at 120 beats per minute? Indie is supposed to get you lively. Hell, fucking mountain bike people know about that shit. Majority of fucking mountain bike fucking uh, videos and everything are all on indie rock as well. Something about it, man. I'm telling you, and it 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 makes you fucking it makes you it makes you want to go. That's 
That's key. Rap? Nah. Nah. You ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get no no pop in your in your riding with no rap, I'm telling you. It's only for decoration. Mmm. God damn it, I finished my nitro brew. Well, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Oh, dang it, I said it again. God damn, son of a bitch. Well, it, it, it's all good. Life. Life is, um, life is about basically understanding what you need and, and, and what you want. And, uh, when it comes down to it, if, if you're just sitting there and, and adapting to it, you might as well be shopping at Target. Now, if you shop at Target, you understand that joke. Go there for this, have to settle for that, because they ain't got this, they only got that. <sighs> yeah. And then you say things like, man, I should have went to Walmart. So they just ordered it on Amazon. Waited like three days for it to arrive. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. This is me just fucking blah 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 and on that stupid ass fucking podcast, getting nowhere. Sitting on my ass, watching the day go by, cause I work nights and because of medical reasons I was up. Fucking 28 hours yesterday having to go to the goddamn doctor's office after I fucking worked a 12-hour overnight. Because of the mid-school way of life. And the man mindset of not wanting to go to the goddamn doctor's office to have him telling you the bad news. Yeah. You gotta get that shit checked out, guys. When I say that shit, I'm saying none fucking crashes that you think that you're fine. Because you got fucking internal injuries that you don't know about. Fucking, like, just because you don't think that you got them. Certain crashes, you got to look for them, you know? Certain times, you got to, like, you got to understand that basically, like, a hard impact. Yeah, you might have jostled something internally fucked up your internal organs they they ain't fucking like all belted in there man they're gonna move around and you fucking got eight foot of air over the deck of a 14 foot half pipe and you fucking case your rear tire and go over the fucking bars it ain't you like you stopped your bike stopped you're still coming down from eight fucking feet you got a lot of inertia behind you and now you're falling another 14 feet to the fucking stage. And you bounce. And the whole skate park just stops. At least that's how it was in my mind. I might have got knocked out. But it seemed like the whole skate park stopped. And then they wouldn't let me get back up. And then I had to go to the fucking hospital. Motherfucker, I wanted to go back out and ride. Well, it turns out I had a bunch of broken ribs. And my hip got a little damaged. I was sore and shit. And I had stopped riding vert for like decades. Because my backpack instantaneously got full of fear. I didn't know pussy. 
Keep in mind that story included eight feet of air over a 14-foot deck. I sent it. And that wasn't the first time. That's just how I rode. So if you're going to do vert tricks, you, that's the minimum. Uh, you can do tricks at six feet, but like at eight feet of air, you can actually do really good tricks. You have a lot of inertia behind you to actually do those tricks. That's what vert riding is all about. That's the reason why modern bikes can't do it. That's the reason why if you're going to go ride vert, go and buy yourself a mid-school vert bike. Because they're designed to do it. You got to have a heavy bike to do vert. You do a light a light bike on vert, all you're going to do is do sweeps and be like maybe four to five feet over the deck. You ain't going to be able to do shit but basically carve air. My career basically ended in 2001 because of this. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting to ride a little bit more than I, I, I did in the past. Cause I, I never stopped riding. I just just didn't, you know, ride as aggressive and everything. And over the years, basically, my skill level has diminished because of the fact that basically, like, I didn't, I didn't, not so much progress, I didn't maintain. And so I degressed, you know. And and that's that's the that's the pisser of it all is if you don't ride you lose it and if you sit down you're definitely gonna lose it and, and I, I basically like I I didn't I didn't want to fucking progress anymore and I didn't want to fucking actually try and you know maintain my skill levels because I you know us us old mid school guys like we we carry around a backpack and it's full of fucking fears from previous crashes and shit and. This is the deal, is basically, like, the reason why we tell you young guys, when you crash, get the fuck back up and, and keep on riding, is because of the fact that, basically, as soon as you stop riding, that fear backpack comes to mind, and that zipper opens up, and you get to view what the fuck's in that backpack, and you don't want to see it. I've viewed my backpack many, many a times, and, you know, like, basically, like, I... I can't, I can't get over a copane now because of it. I just, I just, I fucking go up there and all of a sudden I instantaneously carve back down and I'm like, fuck, man, all I got to do is just do a little bit of a hop and I can go up into air and, and you know, grab some air. Nope, can't do that anymore. Doesn't make me a shitty rider. I'm still out doing it. That's all that fucking matters. Hell, my crew, they, they. They fucking respect me because, you know, I might I might not be the best fucking rider in the group, but I'll tell you what, even though I never rode bulls in my entire lifetime, moving up to the Northwest, like, basically, that's all we got is bulls. Like, I carve bulls like it's my job. Like, I don't even skid my tire and I'm going so fucking fast and I'm leaving fucking black lines everywhere because of the fact that basically my rear tires and my front tires are drifting so much even with tire pressure change and everything and trying to get it tuned in so I can actually ride even faster I still drift out and you know you're going fast when you start drifting out on Odyssey Brock tires I'm telling you man, those tires are fucking badass I'm telling you right there Besides them kink tires. And kink tires are pretty good too. But I've always been a big fan of them. Them primo of the wall tires. 
And they got to bring back them Kevlar 145s. Mm. Nope, that wasn't a product number. Kevlar 145s were 145 PSI. That's what we wrote on Vert. And because Vert's dead, the wall Kevlar 145s are no longer being made. That was a good tire. That was a real fucking good. And I tell you what, you case that tire too fucking hard at 145 PSI, it sounds like a shotgun blast going off. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a 100 psi tire blowing up at 100 psi, but 10 times worse, or at least four times worse. It's real loud. I make your ears ring. But yeah, so it's it's just basically like when I when it comes down to it, man, I just wanna I just wanna get out there and ride. Life's too short of of uh. Not not doing it anymore, and you, you you just gotta you just gotta maintain yourself. You don't have to be progressing, and if you can't progress yourself, you gotta progress the sport. That's what I say. I was never one of them fucking carry the other riders kind of dude. I was the dude that was basically like you know I. I'd be that asshole at the damn park to basically like see people trying shit and I'd be like, look, this is how you do it. Do it ten times better. I don't do that anymore. I cheer them on. That's what you gotta do. They ain't gonna send it if nobody's respecting it. That's the facts. So maybe I am ready for Woodward reason why I never wanted to go to Woodward and back in my, my uh, semi-pro days was because of the fact that basically you had to support the younger rider. Seems stupid to me. It seemed that back in the mid-school days we had an insurgence of, of uh, wannabe X Games fuckers that, that wanted to ride. But maybe we should have respected them. And, you know, it, it honestly, at the times, it, it felt like literally like, you know, like how, um, how like there was a bunch of goddamn Honda Civic Rice-A-Ronis like hitting the streets after fucking the first Fast and the Furious came out. Whole parking lot full of fucking rusted out piles of shit with a fucking fart can on them and stuff. And surgeons of it because of the fact that it was, you know, popular at the time. Well, back in the mid-school days, we had X Games and the B3 events and everything that was being, um, you know, promoted on ESPN. And this is before UCI was a, you know, an organization, as far as I know, because um, I never was a member of it. And uh, it, it just seemed that basically like, yeah, like the parks fucking lit up, which was cool because of the fact that basically like business-wise, like, a lot of people were coming in and, and wanting to build parks because of the fact that, that all these riders didn't have a place to go to, and, yeah, we had street parks galore going all up over the country, and, you know, all of a sudden, basically, it didn't become popular anymore, and, and around 2012, I think it was, is when we had the first dying breed of fucking riders. People getting out of it, not wanting to ride anymore. And so when when things came to be, a lot of those parks started closing down. And, you know, 
We had a lot of magical parks, man. Tell me, like, we had a lot of parks in the United States that, that, like, if if they weren't there, we wouldn't have half the riders that we got today. And then you know, even that they they still closed down because people stopped needing to go there because of the fact that it wasn't popular. Now we got a reinsurgence of fucking popularity in bike because of the fucking the COVID, you know, uh, thing going on, and 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 none of us got a place to ride because you know half of us didn't give a fuck when it died. This mid school guys, we we already didn't give a fuck because of the fact that basically what happened in in uh, two thousand one to two thousand five. That's the reason why mid school died. Mid school bikes started getting light was. Because of the fact that X Games stopped showing fucking half-pipe competitions. There was no need for fucking heavy bikes after that. People started throwing down fucking 540s and shit like that. And, you know, like... Suddenly people realized that they needed snappier bikes. And, you know, that's the problem. Because of the fact that basically the lighter the bike you make... The, the more harder it is for you to actually do the tricks. Because of the fact that basically... You're more on to uh, uh, body snap and stuff like that. And like I said, you know, you crash in the, into the ground after you've basically pushed your body to, to make the bike overcompensate for a trick. You're going to fucking hit the ground in a weird, awkward position and you're going to fucking like do internal injuries. Or you're just going to not be ready to brace yourself and and, you know carry your body inertia into the ground in a safe manner you're just gonna fucking just hit the ground like a sack of potatoes and break yourself it's just the way it is and that's the reason why mid-school guys don't like these fucking light bikes even though basically like if you look at my collection right now i got a uh king contender and uh a bsd freedom and uh I'm putting together kink williams right now and um, my flatland bike is, is a modern flatland bike, but don't, don't get me wrong. I got a couple mid-school vert bikes that, that, you know, I'm, I'm playing with as well, but there's no sense in playing with them because of the fact that you can't take a, a mid-school bike to a modern park. Hey, I don't have the muscle development in it anymore to actually do like fucking ledges on that heavy ass bike. It's designed for one fucking thing. <laughs> vert inertia. And we ain't got no vert, so there ain't gonna be no inertia. So, bring back the goddamn half pipes. Us half pipe guys want that, that fucking thing back in our life. And I'll be damned if I fucking, you know, buy my next house and build a fucking 10 foot in the backyard. Because I ain't paying $100 a sheet of fucking plywood, I'll tell you that right now. Fucking A. I mean, granted, I'm in the Northwest. If you know anything about Skate Light, that's where Skate Light is made. It's made in Washington. It's made over by Seattle. In fact, I think it is made in Seattle. I think they're, that's where their headquarters is. They have a big-ass building there. And, um... They, uh... That's where they ship it out from. So... Yeah, maybe at the next house I'll build another 10-footer. Because that's, that's all I want to do is ride fucking half-pipes. Yeah, ride half-pipes, man. I ain't got a fucking half-pipe. Yeah.
need that in our lives. But that being said, I think this one's over with. And if I use this as the opener, I use this one as the opener. I already made another one too, but I don't know if I want to use that one. I talked about all the stuff that I talked about this one and that one. But things to come, things to come. <laughs>